Welcome to the Everyday Saints podcast, where we're exploring what it looks like to be a disciple of Jesus in everyday life. I'm your host, Gary Ludicky, and today we're talking about an aspect of discipleship we call serving the kingdom. We see Jesus living this out throughout the four Gospels, but specifically in the book of Mark. It's very prominent. And joining me today is Rachel Rathbun. She's one of our children's ministry volunteer leaders. So Rachel, why don't you introduce yourself? Like, where are you from? How'd you get here? All that good stuff. Hey, yo, I am Rachel. <laughs> I, um, I am from Tomball, Texas, and I discovered Northside just one day. My husband and I were driving by, and he's an avid fisherman, and he just happened to see the water and was like, oh, hey, look, that's a church, and you can fish, so let's go. And first Sunday, we walked in, and we haven't left. The perfect combination. They have church, and they have fishing. Like. <laughs> yeah. What gets better than that? Not much. So you, you're a volunteer in the children's ministry, but what do you do for a living? I nanny. I, uh, there's two boys that I nanny. They are seven and four. So you have some experience to bring with you to children's ministry. Yes. And I used to work at a kid's camp. I worked there from the summers of age 15 to 21. And... Um, yeah, I've always just been involved in the church's children's area department. But you guys don't actually have kids, but you no, are yet. involved in children's ministry. Yes. That's awesome. So you being a children's ministry volunteer leader, what specific role are you currently serving in? And how'd you get plugged in there? So I am the large group coordinator, which I am responsible for putting together and helping create engaging an active environment for the kids to be able to worship and just to get plugged in and want to contribute um, and yeah, to grow in their own faith. And I do that by creating um, motions with the music and get just getting the kids to really engage in the praise and worship aspect of that. I'm sorry, what was the second question? <laughs> How did you get plugged into that role? Okay, so uh, just one day, I happened to be talking to, the at the time, the children's pastor that was here at Northside, and I was talking to her about how dramatic I was and how much I loved just to be outgoing and just crazy, and she just immediately said, oh, I have the role for you, we're going to do this, and she just threw me in. and it She was, also liked to be dramatic yeah. and crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was. Um, and from then on, it's just kind of like the Lord just took it off or just, yeah, like a just, just. He said, there you go. There you go. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what the Lord said. <laughs> he said, fly. <laughs> that's awesome. So you got, you got connected into that role. And since like there's been uh, some changes in leadership in the children's ministry and you you're part of this like pretty much all volunteer led ministry now yes um and so your role is kind of like hey we're getting things going we're doing things it has that been fulfilling for you it has definitely been fulfilling when i first um started the children i noticed during the praise and worship were not as engaged. Okay. And when I was talking to the children's pastor at the time of just 
wanting to get them to engage. And when she put me in that role, I was able to just watch the kids flourish and really connect and want to do to participate more in the praise and worship and just watching how God has been able to lead me and be able to just pour into the kids has then just turned around and poured right back into me. And it's, it's just, it's a beautiful, amazing thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think sometimes when we, when I envision serving in children's ministry, uh, you know, I've got, a couple of kids, and it doesn't seem like the most fun thing in the world. Uh, it seems like it's probably a pretty thankless thing. Um, but I think if you can see where God's moving, it makes it worth it, right? Yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And so one of the things about my kids, and I'm, I'm guessing most parents can probably relate to this, is like my kids provide us with quite a bit of comedy at home. And I'm, ass- I'm assuming that there's probably some comical moments in children's ministry. Uh, I would love for you to share what's one of the funniest moments you've had serving in children's ministry. Oh, I've had uh, so many. It was, um, it was hard to narrow it down. Um, one of my favorite comical moments was I was leading a small group and I was trying to you know, get the kids to engage, but I was also freaking out a little bit and I was stuttering on all my words and I was just tripping up. <laughs> and then one of the kids <laughs> just looked at me and he was like, Miss Rachel, just take a deep breath. You can do it. Just read off the paper. And I'm like, okay, thanks. Thanks for that. I can do this. You're right. <laughs> How old was this kid? Um, he was at an age unable to determine. <laughs> he was in the fourth grade. Okay, so you're being coached by someone younger than 11, <laughs> right? Eight. Out of the mouths of babes, right? right? That's and then awesome. I've had them, oh, they're just, it's just fun. It's, it's so amazing to see how, even though I might say something and I trip up and the kids are like, oh, hey, Miss Rachel, I don't think that's right. And I'm like, well, let's look in the Bible. And they're like, see, it says it right there. You were wrong. And I'm like, all right, thanks for teaching me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanks for pointing out my failure there. I appreciate that. You corrected me and I see that. And now I will share the correct scripture. Yeah, you can't get anything past kids these days. No. They've got Google at their fingertips. Yes, they do. Uh, I I might start using that one day too. So one of the one of the things about our philosophy of serving uh, here at the church is we want to focus on what God is doing in you as an individual, rather than what roles we need filled in the church. And and we've been steering people towards our Kingdom Fit assessment uh, to help them discover who God has wired them to be. Have you taken the Kingdom Fit assessment? Yes, I have. Did you, I mean, did you find that to be helpful for you as you were looking for a place to serve? So I think when I took the kingdom, uh, the assessment test, I was not in a place to receive the answer that I did because I was really in a battle with the Lord in that time of, I didn't want to be in the children's. I, I just, I felt the Lord pulling me into it and I'm like, no God, I don't want to do that. I want to serve somewhere else. I have other abilities that are not just with children. And I took the test and it was like, 
like my top four were all in the kids department. And, and when I first received the results, I was a little just like, like, God, I just don't want to do this. And then, um, that's when I had talked with, I think I talked with you and you were like, you know, just do where the Lord is leading you. And I was like, that's not helpful, but such a boxed answer, isn't it? (laughs) Like, you're like, Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah. And, uh, it wasn't until I decided to listen to that and really just take a step back and say, you know what, God, okay, lead my footsteps. And when I let go and let God, he just directed my path and it has just been uh, an amazing experience. So the, the test, yes, I'm doing exactly what the kingdom uh, assessment test had original, like the results was given to me. So it, it was helpful for you, but yes. you had a little bit of a Mo- Moses moment yes. where you're standing yes. in front of the burning bush going, but I, I can't, I, yes. I don't want to, I, I don't have the ability. You come up with all the excuses, right? Yes. Yes. I am so tired of working with kids. I work with them all the time. I just, I want to do something different. And God's like, well, these are the gifts I've given you. And you're telling me the gifts that I've provided you are not good enough. And when I've, heard the Lord say that, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it sounds pretty disrespectful when you put it like that, right? right? Yes. Because it was, it was a shocker. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, God. All right. Of course, correct. Yeah. I, and I, I know most of us have all had those moments, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like, I know where I'm supposed to go or what I'm supposed to do, but I just don't want to. Right. And it, it takes, you know, you go to somebody hoping they'll tell you what you want to hear. And they tell you, hey, wherever the Lord's leading you, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, that was not what I wanted to hear. And I would just say for anybody listening to this, uh, if you're wanting to take our Kingdom Fit Assessment to find out more about who God's designed you to be, uh, we're including a link in the show notes to that assessment. I, I always try to tell people it's not perfect, Right. Right. But it is it is helpful. Several people have found a place where they can use their spiritual gifts to serve the kingdom. Um, and that's what it's designed to do is help you get an idea of who God's wired you to be so that you can find that place to use your personality, to use your gifts and your, your passions. So uh, another question for you. Uh, let's say someone, maybe they've taken the assessment, maybe they haven't. Um, but they're hesitant to commit to using their gifts, the gifts God has given them to use those in a, in a specific role, either at Northside or in the community, wherever. What advice would you have for somebody that's hesitant? To get out of the way and let God do his thing. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty clear. I thought you were going to say something like, just whatever the Lord's leading you to do, because that seems to be some good advice. That you've heard before. I wonder who I heard it from. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, I would. um, I would definitely say take the test and pray about it. Marinate on it and just really soak it in. And if you truly feel like the Lord in the test results you got, if you feel like that is where the Lord is pulling you to, to take the steps, baby steps, take a small step. Go talk to someone in that department. 
Go talk to someone who you know serves in that area. Just a small step, and then when you take that first step is always the hardest. It is always the one where you just, you don't necessarily want to take, but then if you can just take it, the rest of the steps will just come easy, and the Lord, you'll just all of a sudden feel like the Lord is carrying you while he's stepping for you. Yeah, you, you use the the term baby steps, and one of the things that I think about that sometimes gets lost is like everybody has the option to like go, hey, can I come and watch? Right. Can I come and like sit and watch over your shoulder as you're doing X, Y, or Z and just shadow you? Yeah. And see what actually is involved before I commit myself to something, right? Yep. Um, I think sometimes we're like, okay, I either sign on the dotted line or I run away from God, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, you know, there is a middle ground. And it's like, hey, let me go and test the waters a little bit. There is. And and see what I can do there. Um, are there any, you may not have known that I was going to ask you this and that's okay. Are there any scriptures that come to your mind whenever you think, hey, I'm struggling to serve right now, but this passage of scripture just inspires me to just keep going. The one in Psalms, <clears throat> the Lord direct my path. That one, I don't remember how it goes. Uh, so it's something to the effect of. Uh, in all your ways, acknowledge him okay. and he will direct it's your path. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Yes, it's not Psalms. <laughs> Or three, four, and five, somewhere where's, in there. Where's my fourth grader to tell me that? <laughs> yeah. On the other side of this conversation <laughs> right now, listening in, telling you exactly where that's at. Um, what, what is it about that that inspires you to just keep going? So I, that was my family's um, verse growing up. My dad was didn't have a lot of jobs, and he was in and out of them, and he would just always... At the end of every night, he would always just say, um, and if we just acknowledge God, he is going to make our paths known to us. And we would always just say, wow, okay, let's just just acknowledge him. That's all. Just acknowledge the creator. Yeah, that's awesome. So let me, let me ask you this. Uh, it, I think it's awesome to have that kind of in your back pocket when things get, get tough. You have a full-time job. Yep. Uh, you're, you're not just volunteering in our children. Like you're volunteering as a leader in the ministry. Um, that can be kind of taxing uh, on other relationships. Like, you know, you're married. You don't, don't have kids right now. You got dogs. So like wh- how, how do you kind of say, hey, I'm just going to make this commitment and do it? And how how do you navigate that with like other relationships and your marriage and things like that? Well, I will say my husband has been a hundred percent supportive. I mean, he has picked up the slack in areas where I used to carry a lot of it. And he was, he has always said, you know, I feel that you're doing the Lord's work and you're doing what the Lord is calling you to do. So he feels that it's the Lord calling him to pick up where I have struggled in our home life or not home life area, but like the dishes or dinner 
or um, walking the dogs at night. I normally used to do that. He does um, letting the dogs out, feeding them. He's really picked up the slack, and I could not do what I do with the church without his support and help. Yeah, I, that's so awesome. I, I think that is that's one of the things that gets lost sometimes, uh, especially when you commit to a role that that takes a lot of time, whether it be in the evenings or you know, on Sunday. You're like here most of your Sunday yep. uh, serving. Is that you have to have those supportive people, you know, at home that are behind you. Otherwise, it it makes it miserable, you yep. know, to serve, and so. That's, that's awesome. What, what would you say to, to people who are, are sitting there and they're like, okay, you're telling me to serve the kingdom. You're talking about this kingdom fit assessment. Um, you know, I, I hear you saying follow where the Lord's leading, but like, I, I need to know what it looks like for the Lord to actually be working. And, and how, how do I follow Jesus in a way that my my service to the kingdom is uh, is really impactful. I think it just goes back to baby steps, and um, if you're not doing what the Lord wants you to do, which would be, you know, pray, read your Bible, um, spend time with Him. If you aren't doing that, I would say that is the best place to start. Um, and then from there, he will just grow and grow in you and grow to where you'll be more impactful because you can't go and impact someone when you're not getting fed by the Lord. If you want to make a change, you need the change needs to start in you, in your heart, and you need to acknowledge, okay, well, I need to take a step, and maybe that step is reading the Bible every day or just praying on your way to work or, you know, whatever, something, something small in that area. And that's when you open that door to have community with the Lord, he will start communicating with you and just be able to work through you. Yeah. I I love that because it's, you put serving the kingdom into its context. This is not about just doing something. You're not doing something for the church. You're not doing something just because you're like, oh, it guilted me into it. It truly is an outpouring from the relationship you have with Jesus. And that, that truly is what we hope to see with this whole concept of serving the kingdom. And I, I love that you put that into context is first seek God and then the serving comes um, from that. So I, I appreciate that so much. And I thank you for sharing uh, some of your story with us today and just some, some thoughts and insights I really appreciate what God is doing in you and through you and through Taylor as well. Um, you guys are, are a blessing to my wife and I, and uh, you're definitely a blessing to the children's ministry here. And it's, it's encouraging for me as I, I seek to be a disciple of Jesus every day. And so thank you for that. And for those of you listening in, uh, thank you for tuning into this episode of the Everyday Saints podcast. And we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.